No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Asaph seeks the Lord in the day of trouble. Even though he can't sleep at night, he finds God's way in the sanctuary and is comforted. We hope you'll join Pastor Daryl in Psalm 77 on Simply the Bible. Twelve psalms are credited to Asaph, who was one of David's worship leaders. And Psalm 77 reveals Asaph's melancholy spirit. Circumstances have troubled his heart, and his only respite is to cry out to the Lord. Psalm 77, to the chief musician, to Jeduthun, a psalm of Asaph. I cried out to God with my voice, to God with my voice, and he gave ear to me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My hand was stretched out in the night without ceasing. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. Calmly think about that. If it weren't for the day of trouble, how many of us never would have cried out to the Lord? We need such times to remind us of eternal realities. We may come to despair, as did Asaph, but that cannot be our final destination. We must persevere in prayer to the only one who can truly change things. He will hear the cry of his children. Now sleep escaped Asaph. Therefore, he stretched out his hands to God in the middle of the night. Others would take comfort in drinking, conversation with friends, or entertainment, but Asaph refused to be comforted with such things. We don't know what miserable circumstances brought Asaph to this point, but he was determined to wait upon God until the answer came from the throne of heaven. When we are in a happy state, then the remembrance of God brings peace and joy. But when we are troubled and we don't know why things are happening the way they are, then the remembrance of God can bring fear. What is going on? Have we offended God? Will this ever end? We think of Job, who had known God as his friend. But when such trouble suddenly came upon him, he had no explanation for it. Had his almighty friend now become his adversary? Thus, God can seem distant and angry even to the troubled soul who is overwhelmed in his spirit. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. Asaph felt that the Lord himself was withholding sleep from him, whether from the Lord or from his own troubled heart. Insomnia was Asaph's constant companion through the night. I have also awoken in the middle of the night and cannot get back to sleep. I often will get up and spend time in communion with the Lord. I figure that if the Lord is waking me up, then I don't want to miss out on a good opportunity for fellowship with him. And if the devil is keeping me awake, 
well, then I'll beat him with incessant pleas before the throne of grace. But Asaph had the combined problem of lack of sleep and lack of speech. He didn't know what to pray. Words escaped him. In Romans 8, we are told that we don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groans that cannot be uttered. Thankfully, God hears our heart even when we can't form the right words. The deepest form of prayer sometimes is without words, but God understands. Asaph looked back to the days of old. Now, looking back can be dangerous when we are doubtful of God's mercy and providence. But looking back to his past faithfulness can rekindle the fire of our faith. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I meditate within my heart and my spirit makes diligent speech. Asaph could also recall previous songs he had written in happier times. What insights did he have when the Lord seemed to be so close to him? Reminiscing through such joyful seasons with God can bring healing to the melancholy soul. When I am troubled, I will sometimes sing worship songs I remember from my early days in the Lord. They lift up my heart and comfort me. As Asaph meditated through the watches in the night, his spirit made diligent search of his heart. What were the promises of God he had known from his youth? Had he in some way departed from God's way? We must not permit ourselves to settle in the house of despair, but use these times of sorrow to clean that house. <laughs> Let's put away the obstacles that could stumble us and make us fall. Let's remember the promises of God we have hung on the walls of our heart. If we have made messes, then let's clean them up and put things right with God and people. Verse 7, will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Has his mercy ceased forever? Has his promise failed forevermore? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Selah. Was Asaph giving full vent now to his doubts? Or was he challenging them with questions designed to expose them for the lies that they were? I think it was the latter. Will the Lord cast us off forever? No. Romans 11.2 says that God will not cast away his people whom he foreknew. Will he be favorable no more? No. Lamentations 3.22 says that his compassions fail not. Has his mercy ceased forever? No. Psalm 103.17 says his mercy is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. Has his promise failed forevermore? No. Hebrews 6.18 says that it is impossible for God to lie. Has God forgotten to be gracious? No. In Exodus 34, 6, the Lord revealed to Moses that he is merciful and gracious, and God does not change. And has he in anger shut up his tender mercies? No. Psalm 145, 9 tells us his tender mercies are all over his works. With such questions that demanded a resolute no, Asaph 
put a stranglehold on his nagging doubts. And I said, this is my anguish, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. Asaph identified his anguish. That's a wise thing to do. We must not allow ourselves to be tossed about by our emotions. What is the cause of them? What is the source of our anguish? Pin it down. Identify it. Then bring it to the Lord in prayer. Asaph's brilliant defense was to remember the works of the Lord. That will help us in any faith struggle. If we cannot find comfort in God's mercies today, then let us look back to his mercies in the past and his powerful demonstrations. God's past faithfulness demands our present trust. All his works reveal his righteousness, justice, and mercy. They comfort and encourage our souls when they are in anguish. Your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. You have, with your arm, redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Selah. Asaph knew that God's way was revealed in the sanctuary, that is, in the place of worship. In Psalm 73, Asaph almost slipped when he saw the prosperity of the wicked until he entered the sanctuary of the Lord. What wisdom and perspective come when we worship God, and how much more when we join with others in corporate worship? God reveals His way when our eyes are off ourselves and off our problems and onto Him. He said, You have declared your strength. God had shown over and over again Himself strong on behalf of those who called upon Him. And He said, You have redeemed your people. Again, the Lord was faithful to redeem His people who trusted in Him. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you. They were afraid. The depths also trembled. The clouds poured out water. The skies sent out a sound. Your arrows also flashed about. The voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea, your path in the great waters, and your footsteps were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. So as Asaph is looking back to the works of the Lord, he recounts when God delivered the people from Egypt and they came to the Red Sea where the waters fled from before the Lord and clouds poured out water and God's lightning arrows flashed and the earth shook. And he revealed his way through the sea. But his footsteps were not known. You see, when they came to the Red Sea, they thought they were trapped. They had the mountains on one side. They had the Red Sea on the other. They had Pharaoh's approaching army on the other. And Moses got on his face before God and cried out to him, Lord, what should we do? We're doomed, you know. 
And the Lord said, why are you crying out to me? Go through the sea. <laughs> so how would Moses have known that unless he cried out to the Lord? And I think that's what Asaph is saying here. The footsteps of the Lord are not known. They're hidden from us until we come into the place of worshiping God. And that's where he reveals to us what his steps for us are. And though everything may be in anguish, though we may be going through darkness, we may not understand what God is up to. As we look to him, as we consider his word, as we consider his past faithfulness, that is when the revelation comes and God shows us the path to take. Finally, Asaph said, you led your people like a flock. Well, that makes sense because God is our shepherd. And especially as we look to the New Testament where Jesus Christ is our good shepherd. He will lead us through such times of anguish. Uh, if you are in that place of melancholy where God does seem distant or you wonder if he's angry with you, you see, that's the time to seek the Lord in prayer and cry out to him. And Lord, you know, show me if there's anything that I have done that has offended you and if not then bring to my remembrance your faithfulness and your promises and lead me through this show me what you'd have me do bring me out from the miry clay and put my feet on solid ground and those are the prayers that god will answer why because he's a loving father to all his children you've been listening to simply the bible the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where Asaph speaks a parable to teach future generations so they won't be stubborn like their fathers. He recalls God's kindness and Israel's rebellion. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. <laughs>